It's the Punk Rock Classrooms Podcast, Punk Rock Collaboration with Jeff Kubiak. All right. Hello, crew. It's Mike, one half of Punk Rock Classrooms. And instead of doing a reflection, I'm here to, to share our second Punk Rock collaboration. So I'm not alone, not with Josh, but I am with the world famous, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Mr. Jeff Kubiak. So Jeff, welcome. Dude, thank you, man. Uh, a little bit bold on the intro, but... Uh... No, Being that uh, you're one of my brothers, I, uh, I'll take it. I appreciate that, man. No, Thank you. I, I appreciate you taking the time out to be here today with me. Uh, be the first collaboration that I'm doing. Um, so, yeah, so we'll get started here. I mean, if, if you know, people out there don't know you, um, they must be living under a rock. But if you can just kind of give <laughs> us give us kind of the rundown of, like, who Jeff Kubiak is, you know, maybe, maybe something that we wouldn't read on a, on a piece of paper or a tweet or something. Um, I'm just kind of a, a, a guy, you know, I, uh, I've been a principal, assistant principal, dean of students, um, teacher. I have an amazing family my wife and my kids. And, um, you know, we, I live near my mom so I can take care of her, but you know, I just, I'm, I'm constantly trying to improve and I, I've, can I swear in here? Sure. Why not? <laughs> No, I won't. No, I, you know, I, I mess up all the time and F up and uh, I just, you know, I'm always trying to reflect and grow and definitely not perfect. And, you know, I just, I want to help in, in my growth as I learn and navigate life still at the age of 54, I want others to do the same and, you know, just, just be better people and make better choices and, and push out kindness and thoughtfulness and, and just really empathize with others, man. It's just like, we got too much cred going on in the world. And, um, you know, it's, so that's why I love connecting with people is just get to know them and have them get to know me and, and see if we can help each other get better. I mean, you know, you and I met like in October, I think it was. And, um, you know, we've talked almost every day since and just yeah. getting to hang out with each other on, on zoom or box or whatever it is. But it's like, that's the power of connecting, man. I just dig it. Well, it's true. It's so true. And like, when I think of you, like you said, like we kind of, I think how our story started is, uh, I remember it was over the summer and I was looking to get a book to read to my students. And I kept hearing about this one drop of kindness. Right. So I remember I ordered it and I sat down, I read it to my two kids. Um, and, and they dug it. I dug the story and, for me, I was kind of like, man, this isn't a story just for like, you know, students to learn about why we need to be kind and the power of kindness. Uh, it's, it's a story like everyone, adults, everyone, not just educators needs to hear this story. So, you know, that kind of became my book for the school year. Um, you know, I went to all the classrooms and read it and, you know, I remember reaching out to you and just kind of, or I, I think I tweeted out a picture of me reading it to my kids. And then, so you and I kind of started talking back and forth on Twitter and then I remember it was, it was the teach better conference. And, uh, remember you texted me cause I got in late on that first Friday and you're like, bro, where are you at? And I'm like, I just sat down in Josh Stamper session and you walked in and we fist bumped and it's like, it was like, we had known each other forever. Right. And 
so we had the whole weekend. We're hanging out, going to the conferences, uh, dinner and all that. But then uh, I remember like driving home because I had a five-hour drive and getting a text, you know, from you just asking, hey, did you make it home safe? How was your drive? And I was like, there's something about this guy. Like he's not – he's not just, you know, writing this book to make some money and sell children's was like, you really, you really care about people, you know? And I've seen that, like in the stuff you post on social media, you're not just, you're not just, you know, going with what, you know, the, oh, the popular positivity theme and what's out there now, like you genuinely care about other people and want to make other people better. So, you know, I mean, maybe I'm wrong here, but I'm, I'm kind of thinking like, that's like your, your vibe, your mission, right? Yeah. Well, first, thank you, man. I appreciate, you know, the, the book support and all that. And I, I do, I, I, you know, for me, time is the most important, valuable, critical thing we can ever give to somebody. And when you're sharing time with someone, to me, you're investing a lot. And like, that means something to me. And, you know, when, when you get the, I'm too busy on this and that, okay. So obviously I'm not important enough or whatever, but like, if you're connecting with someone, yeah, you want to, you know, you want to make sure they're healthy, they're safe, they get home and, and just check-ins, you know, and um, especially now that people do have more time, it's even more critical because our health and welfare is, is like paramount to us getting through this COVID and, and whatever it is. But even before that, like you just, even if you're an introvert, which I'm a hundred percent not, but you just, you got to check on our, our, our families, you know, our, you know, and our family, I mean, you know, I got a lot of people on Twitter. I love and different people in the world. And it's just like, that's, that's what's important. Cause when I die, man, it's just like, who cares about what you have? It's like, like, did you make someone's life better? Well, if I look at my last 54 years, I'm sure a no is a lot because the way I treated people in the past, but like, yeah, I hope over the last 10, you know, plus years that I, I have, that I have touched people in, in a kind way and empathic way. So, yeah. I know you are, man. I mean, you definitely changed my life. And like you said, we talk, we talk pretty much every day and, and uh, you've inspired me and, and helped me grow in more ways than you ever know. And it's, you know, just the beginning of our, our friendship, you know? So, yeah. so one drop of kindness, you know, that book, um, if you haven't checked it out, you, you need to, um, I don't care what grade level you teach or you're associated with. You need to check out one drop of kindness, kind of focus on the power of how one kind act can kind of transform everyone. Right. So, you know, you've got a new book coming out, which I do, been, man. I've been very fortunate to see the, the, I haven't even seen any of the artwork, but I, I was fortunate to get a rough read of the, the draft before you want to tell us a little bit about that without giving it all away. I do. I'm stoked. Um, you know, always, of course, blessed for Sarah Thomas, our amazing uh, publisher that you and I both are connected to. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 called It's Me, and it's got vignettes of different people and groups of people that I've seen over the years that are either less empowered, have been picked on and bullied, have been ignored, or just not given the same love that we have so it's got this amazing young lady her name is mia and she is uh, a member of the lgbtq commit uh community she wrote a vignette and she stepped it out there she's a real person i've got my son and my daughter so and it's got people with physical disabilities and it's got second language learners and you know different groups of people that we 
not just because they're who they are, but we, we have to empower everyone. But these are some of our groups that, you know, as, as our kids grow up, the teen suicide rate is just astronomical. And, you know, we want to make sure that the, the, the social and health and, and, you know, the, the kind of the catchphrase Maslow before blooms, you know, I, I don't really see that as a, as a shtick. It's like, we have to ensure that our children and adults are healthy <clears throat> and, and feeling good and built well so that we can challenge each other. We can continue to grow. So yeah, I'm super stoked. And, um, there's a, a lovely young lady. She's doing the artwork and illustrator, a uh, senior in high school in Canada. That's cool. Um, and I, yeah, it's, uh, uh, you know, both of our friend Melanie Korach's daughter, they live near Toronto and it's just, you know, I, I wanted to put a voice of actual real people and, and, so yeah, I'm super stoked. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see the final product when it comes out. Because like I said, when I just read the the Google Doc, the draft of it, uh, it gave me goosebumps, man. Like because it it was so real. Because you forget about all of these. Not saying you forget about, but some of these other groups or these you know individuals with we're all different. We all have our own differences, but like they kind of get. I don't want to say looked over, you know, but like they're all there. And especially in education, like we need, we need to acknowledge them all and embrace them all. You know, Josh and I talk about that a lot, like, you know, having the unity and the crew and we need to, we're in this together, you know, it's not, you know, you know, here's you, here's me. Like we're all, whether what part of the border you're on the country, like we're all working for the same thing just to make this world a better place for our kids. Um, yeah, totally. And you know, one other thing too, Mike, is that like, we, we want to be able to give these kids just as much as anyone else, the tools, the empowerment and the advocacy to be leaders. Cause like they're going to be leaders in some yep. way or another. And like, just cause I have, you know, either a child with um, unique abilities or that are not, you know, as strong in some areas, we have to be able to manifest that into some awesomeness or power. Right. And, because who knows, who knows what they're going to be, but they are leaders. And that's so freaking important. Well, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause that's my next question. Uh, we, you know, we've been talking a lot on the podcast. Our, la our last episode, we focused on how we're, everyone is a leader, regardless of your role, your title, where you're at, you know, and um, the education never dies chat, Josh and I moderated that and we focused on leadership. So, so how do we make, you know, like, let's, let's stay with the, the groups you're talking about and the individuals you're talking about in your new upcoming book. How do we empower them? Like, what do you, what do you think is the best approach to empower them to show them they are leaders and they can be leaders and they can change the world regardless of how others are seeing them? Well, I think you have to bring in examples of what their view of leadership is, what they know about leadership, and then also find people that they look up or, or are modeling after what their leadership is. And so, you know, if you have so, someone who happens to be, um, you know, a, a kid or someone that's just coming out as a lesbian or gay, queer, hey, let's find some role models. W what does that mean to be a leader to them? And, you know, if it's, you know, someone perhaps that's wheelchair bound, like who are some amazing, like Mary, um, authors or Paralympians or, you know, who, whatever it is, it's like, what does it mean to them? And, and, you know, then you start small, maybe they just want to lead a small little group 
at school doing some kind of classwork or they yeah. lead the parade or, you know, they go up and maybe they're doing the pledge that day, you know, whatever right. it is, like little, little teeny things that they're growing from. I love that. Cause you know, it made me think too. Sometimes I feel school districts, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm coming down on school districts because, you know, every, every district claims, oh, oh, we're progressive or, you know, up with the times and this and that. But if you look at it, there's a lot, there's a lot that will still be afraid to bring in, you know, a gay speaker because the backlash, mm-hmm. the community or the parents might say. And I think we're doing our kids a disservice by not showing them those leaderships. Like it's, we can't, we can't hide them from that like we need to say like look we have you know gay and lesbian students in our school whether they've they've come out or not like so you know they're in there if you got how many hundreds of kids like let's bring those speakers in who cares this is 2020 now right so no, i'm glad you said that. that's a that's a that's an awesome point man yeah um yeah i mean you know we're and what you said 2020 we're knocking on 2021 right and right um it was funny like during family movie night last night we watched this movie called just mercy okay and it's got um uh michael b jordan and um oh my gosh the oh jamie fox so okay. it's a true based on a true story in um alabama of a uh, African-American man who was put on death row for something he didn't do. You know, I, I was in Alabama a couple of years ago as a school leader, we went on a tour and dude, it's still as racist as ever. And it's really? 20, 20 and a half. Yeah. Right? And so you're looking about the inequalities and inequities and lack of inclusion. It's like, Oh my God, you got to watch this movie, but it just shows you like, this is just a small taste of, of the groups are, that are not given a fair shot because of, what they look like or right. what people's perceptions are, you know, and, and it's just, it's just wrong, man. It's oh, it's scary totally. wrong. Yeah, that is scary, man. So you posted a video the other day on Twitter and, you know, I, I've been very honest with uh, on the podcast and some tweets. Like, I, I mean, I'm having a very hard time. And I've even told that to you, you know, in, in one of our boxes, I'm, I'm having a hard time with this. I can't seem to get my feet, planted on the ground like I I feel like I've got it and I'm good and then something comes up or you know the schedules change and it's just it's it's like my emotions are a roller coaster through all this and and I'm not alone because as people have reached out to me they said the same thing so you put a video out the other day and you were singing a song and uh right at the end you had a message for us and I know for me like I believe the universe works like you know what's supposed to happen is going to happen. Things happen for a reason. And when I watched that video, cause I remember you had posted it and I had waited a little while. I was trying to stay off social media for the day. But when I did sit down and watch it, it was like just what I needed to hear when I did. So can you tell us about that video and kind of like, cause you, to me, you're very, you know, you, you portray a lot of positivity, but you've also, you're not shy about it. You I mean, you've, you've shared struggles and failures and hardships that you've gone through so it's not you're not just doing the fluffy stuff i mean you're you're an honest person and and you say like yeah that we need this positivity we need to be kind we need to accept everybody but then also like you'll share some of your like i said your struggles so how did that video come about because i know when i read the comments so many people are like jeff this is what i needed to see thanks so much yeah you know uh I'm gregarious. I'm a goofball. At the same time, though, you know, I suffer from anxiety and depression, and this is hard for everyone. And so, 
I've been struggling with a lot of things, but I, I really try to find things that uplift me. And this song was playing while we were in the pool and it's, you know, it's called one day by Matsuyahu. And, um, you know, all my life I've been waiting for praying for, I just thought, God, this sounds great. And so I just, I went up and, and filmed, you know, a little lip sync. And then I put a message out at the end is like, really, you know, one day, like we got, we got children and we, we got to quit fighting. We got to quit the wars. And, and it's just like, let's come together. And so, yeah, it, it's, you know, funny because, it's totally goofy. My wife and daughter couldn't even get past like the second lyric because they're, so, they're like embarrassed for me, but it's like, I don't know, man, it's who I am. And I just like having fun. But you know, then, then while having fun, I like to put messages out. And then, so that's what I love about, you know, social media is we get to share each other's quirks and, and, and craziness. And, but at the same time, everyone's real message too, because so many people are struggling right now with, with our current situation that it's, it's crazy. We don't know how to navigate this, but right. to be able to support each other and like, don't hate, man. I'm just, you know, people get out there and just like, Oh, this educator, they're white. They don't know that. You know what? Like we're trying to do the best in our own skin and our own story. So like, don't knock someone because maybe they teach kids of color and, and less abilities but they're doing the best they can. So like, let's, let's like knock them. Right. Let's support each other for the awesome work we're doing. And, um, you know, cause we're born how we're born and let's just, you know, mold that like Play-Doh and go with it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I, I say that I've said it to other administrators, like our teachers are doing the best they can with what they have, you know, like this is the best they know. So it's our job as, as, as leaders, as school administrators to, coach them and guide them not to say, Hey, I gotcha. Um, before we get a sign off here, is there any last words, last message you want to want to share with everybody? Well, I do. I, you know, I want to, uh, that whole support thing. And, you know, I, I've been caught in the last X years of arguing with teachers or, you know, debating, like you're not doing what's best for kids, but you know what? Like you're not doing what's best for kids in my viewpoint. And they honestly are doing the best they can. You don't be a teacher and spend all the hard work and time you are doing what's wrong for kids, like in their DNA, in their background and their upbringing, they are. And so we got to give people benefit of the doubt. And I'm, I'm, I'm speaking, you know, me first, man, I, I need to do it. And so let's just, you know, be graceful with ourselves, give each other grace and, um, just, you know, keep moving forward in the direction that, uh, you know, our world needs our help and we, everyone else needs our help. So, yeah. Definitely, man. I love it. So we end every episode, Josh and I will share what we've been listening to. So for me, you know, obviously a lot of family time, a lot of time, uh, hanging out with my wife. So it's not really, I, I really only have the, my style of, of music in the house. My family doesn't agree with me. So we've been listening to a lot of Mumford and Sons, but what, what have you been listening to Jeff? Dude, I love Mumford. Um, uh, I've kind of gotten my, well, my kids have started to like the killers. Um, nice. You know? Yeah. It's kind of cool. And then, yeah. um, they, they'll handle a few of my, um, uh, Lincoln park or offspring stuff. Um, nice. but I, I try to tone it down and we're out in the pool. We play, you know, more like Jack Johnson, 
um, Bob Marley, mellow stuff. But you know, that's cool. I, I can kind of go every direction. My daughter nice. loves rap, but I haven't quite embraced it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Just uh, it's it's hard because the edited versions, a lot of the rap is just not as good. And with you know, an eleven and eight year old, I'm not gonna not gonna play the real versions for him, but here you bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, Jeff, I appreciate the time sitting down with us, being on the show. Um, you can follow what's, uh, you want to give them the best way to follow you? Yeah. You know, if you, if you're a Twitter person, it's at Jeffrey Kubiak and, um, I have a Facebook page for uh, my kindness, uh, mission. It's called, uh, it's Gus, the kindness kid on Facebook. And then, uh, Instagram is, Jeff Kubiak author. I just changed the handle. So oh, nice. um, I'm out there. Yeah. And I, I'd love to connect. I have a website, jeffkubiak.com. Um, email me, connect with me, let me know how I can help you or whatever. So, yeah. And we will definitely put all those links in the show notes. You can follow me on Twitter at edu.chef.earnshaw. You can follow my co-host Josh at Josh R. Buckley. And you can follow us at Punk Classrooms. And then don't forget to follow the, uh, the group of educators that we've teamed up with at Edu Never Dies. We do our chat every Wednesday at 8.30 Central, hashtag Education Never Dies. And uh, Jeff, again, thanks for being here, and we will see everybody else at the show.